Earl Grey tea is an deceptive soap. No, like seriously, like have you ever just gone to the gone to shower when you were younger? Oh, it's a nice chair. I wanted to feel a cush. You feel the cush? Oh, that's mm, that cush is actually very supportive. It's it's not. It, real. it supports your cush. Yeah, it needs more back support. Lower back support though. Uh, I mean the front cush, the which front is the top cush, top which cush. is the upper back. Top cush is good. New volume. Oh god, yeah. Formatting drives all one second. Are you just uh, clearing them out? Are you just purging them? Oh, buddy. I'll get that here start for later. I need to finish my soap analogy. All right, please do. So, have you ever just gone to the shower? Yes. Or the bath or something? Yes. And you're like, huh, this soap smells like strawberry. Like, really strongly like strawberry. Okay. This, this evokes strawberry cheesecake in my mind. You're like, you know what? Let's give it a taste. It does not taste like that. Never, actually. No? I've never smelt soap and said, I wonder what fucking that tastes like. Because that's stupid. I legitimately never have either, but a friend of mine had like this weird hair spiking stuff back in the day and it smelled like watermelon. He's like, oh man, it's like a, like the watermelon air has it smell exactly like that. And I watched him fix his hair up because we were going to a dance because I used to be social back then and then take his hand from his hair and then give his hand a lick. And uh, yeah, I learned from that point on, nope. <laughs> Do not lick soap of any kind, no matter how good it smells. Now, here's the thing. I think, like, natural, like, herbal... I mean, the animal fat will make it taste... No. <laughs> Vegeta, Vegeta said it all. This tastes nothing like what you described. It's fair. In terms of, like, the soap thing, because they were explaining what soap was to a saint. Yeah. Because at first it was just cleansing powder. But that might be just be the abridged series, and it was a clever joke. It was a clever joke. Nice picture now saying it's, like, rolling around in dust like chinchillas. <laughs> I mean, since it... Have you tried almost killing your chinchillas? They may get a boost from it. I think the people before us did, and now they just don't like people. Yeah, but do the Saiyans like people? No, they fight all the time. So, in that case, I probably shouldn't beat them up. If they already don't like people, they become super villains. Sometimes. Goku turned out okay. Maybe you're you're raising them to be two Gokus. You know what? That's too much of a risk. Way too much of a risk. What if it turns out like Raditz? I'm pretty sure we could take out a Raditz. <laughs> yeah, not just humans with sticks versus one Raditz. We have guns. I don't know what the power level of guns are. I mean, that farmer didn't fare well. I suppose. We have yeah. nukes. Uh, Alright, would a nuke kill a Raditz leveled Super Saiyan? And by Super Saiyan, I mean Saiyan, because Super Saiyan's a completely different thing. Goku's gonna ruin the whole Super Saiyan thing. Actually, no, I think it was Gohan. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was Vegeta. Either one. All of those three ruin the Super Saiyan. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I mean, you could probably take out a Raditz with a nuke. Now, could you take out a uh, pre-beat-up Nappa with a nuke? Maybe. Okay. Hard to say. Hard to say. I think that's the limit of like where nukes will kill aliens. Because I'm pretty sure like Vegeta... I mean, Vegeta... I don't think Vegeta would... would... I bet with hair like Vegeta's, he licked his hair gel. He licked it once, yeah. and then he blew up the guy that sold it to him. Yeah. Um, those fucking, fucking Vegeta. Had a planet named after him and everything. This is off to a great start. <laughs> me, Vegeta, or me, my son, or the planet. <laughs> yes! There we go. Alright. There. Oh yeah. One last thing. There we go. That's how you know it's a cold opening because they were fans on. They were fans on. <laughs> <laughs> Our only fans. <laughs>
They were watching? <laughs> Listening. Sorry, everybody. It's a non- Sorry, Devin's How computer fans. How often do you stress that it's a non-visual podcast? I mean, I, I, I need to pull it up myself because it's a stale joke. Do we have anything for this code open or we're just going to go right into it? We opened with the soap thing. But it wasn't it, funny. Do, or, okay, name one cold open that was actually funny in the recent month. So, yeah, fucking, um, this drive, this goddamn drive, man. I have been fighting with this thing for I don't know how long just to get it to try and, like, what's I say I don't know how long. I got it yesterday, so I guess I do know how what's long. What's it supposed to do? It is supposed to, it's like, there we go. That is a drive. That is a drive. It is supposed to have Windows 7 installed on it so that I could fucking finish the computer. That's my uncle's. Okay. First thing I've learned from this, never buy a three hundred dollar computer because the hard drive comes fried. So I, it booted up, started loading some programs on there, just like antivirus and stuff. Hit went to went to restart, and uh, yeah, it, it just went to uh, no OS. Have fun. Mm. It's like hmm. I see. That sounds like a fried hard drive. So. After fighting with it for a little while, I found my toaster, plopped it in, and it's like, yeah, everything's fucking wrong with this. So you keep referring to toaster. Yeah. Um, is it like just a, a boot thing, or like... This is my toaster. It is fairly warm. I mean, that's because it was just, you know, okay, you gotta formatting have, a drive. I get it. I'm, 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 that was supposed to be a stupid remark. It's fairly... It is, I mean... I mean, it, it's it's to format. It's the toast hard drives essentially. No, it's it's literally you plop it in and then you connect the drive by USB to yeah. any computer, no matter what kind of SATA hard drive it is. Well, that's cute. I like that a lot. And it's really fragile. It slices me up quite a bit. Luckily, I've not sliced myself this time. So it's almost a glass cannon. It is literally unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I just kind of like. Plopped it in and had partitions on it, and I was like, "All right, that's fine." Like recovery partitions that were all bad sectors, so it couldn't actually recover when I tried to use it. Um, like I plugged the USB in, and it's like, "Oh look, there's an OS on there. Do you want to try recovering?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Oh pff, no, bad sectors black. Like, all right, so I brought it in here, deleted the partitions, formatted it, reformatted it, checked it again, scanned, fixed a whole bunch of things. So now it's attempt number. 70, 70, 70, 70 to go fucking plug it in and try and get it to work. You are taking a lot of effort for this. Yep. That sounds like a uh, time well managed, we'll say. I hate computer repair. Yeah, never take it. Once once one person knows, a lot of other people will know. And at least, like, at least if you do it for the people you like, also do it for the people who get it. Like, yeah. hey, don't tell anyone I'm doing this because after the word gets out, everyone will want me to do it. It's like one of those one of those skills that everyone assumes way too much of. Mm. Oh, I I, I, I re- repaired my computer. Okay, I have a fucking uh, <laughs> fucking 1990 laptop that's been dre- like drenched in the swamp of Soro for 70 millennia. <sighs> Could you please fix it? I'm like, whoa! First of all, that's at least a raid boss. I need t- 19 other people. 
Secondly. Yeah, no, it's it's You have no second. <laughs> you have no second. Nineteen more people, please. And then you go nineteen more people and you're like, alright, so we really want to do this, and you just go raid molten core, because you're hardcore. Hardcore parkour. No, I fucking I I've been bashing my head against this. Like I've I've not had a good week, two weeks I guess. I've been pretty grumpy over the past little while. Oh, but so, Grumpy Devin has the most interesting stories or topics. I mean, it's just magic mostly, and then this fucking thing on top of it. Oh like, yeah, I heard. I heard we had a like, we had a pact yeah, for magic. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with modern magic for. Uh, I'm gonna just, just for a long while. I'll still play like you know, hey, going to Keenan's and like yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna play some commander or even like modern there or whatever. That's perfectly fine. But I'm not fucking wasting my time and money on modern anymore. <sighs> so you're essentially rhyming. Except for Ryan's more... Well, Ryan built a competent deck, he just doesn't have the time to come out anymore. That's also a shame. Yeah. Every, everything everything about our group's kind of a shame. We have a group dynamic of we all hate specific things. We Devin, Devin now doesn't like Modern, which it, it, it'll I mean, recover. I, I love Modern. Like, Modern's the format for me. Yeah, you need to take a, you need to take yeah, a break. That's exactly what Ryan needs as well. He just needs to take a break from Commander. Yeah, because the last then, time we played Commander, he had fun again. Yeah. Uh, and... and at least I, I'm speaking for him. I'm assuming he had fun because we kept playing it for a while. I mean, he he likes company. I'm pretty sure he likes friends, and I get that because I too like friends. But I am. If only those friends liked you sometimes instead of just beat up on you. I'll pick that up later. <laughs> even people that haven't like seen me in person or like has ta- have talked to me alone, pretty much, they beat me up. Yep. Yep. Talking to you, you know that person. Good. Uh, don't really know if we care about naming. Uh, probably not. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do anyway. Fantastic. People like to beat me up. It's that is true. It's it's become uncanny. Like you're even getting. I'm the, like, I'm the Krillin of this group. It's no, like it's it's get to the point where that like that one kid during the conspiracy draft roasted you real hard with that guy. But that was fucking funny. Though. No, that was like that was epic. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm just used to it, so I kind of ask for it. Like, I have that oh, attitude... You, you definitely yeah. ask for it. I, I have that attitude where as soon as I know, like, oh, someone's, someone's full of bullshit detected, I'm like, hey, do you, I'm going to paint a target on me, and you can use whatever you want, wink, wink. <laughs> you know, it's pretty sweet, this fucking deflecting palm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the actual, like, legitimate start of my, wow, I'm actually a bullshitter. I think I actually th- like we all knew it for a long while, but I think that's your first realization. It's like, oh dear, oh wow, I'm actually a bad person, and it affects me. <laughs> it affects me. Wow. Now, okay, that's, yeah, no, you already knew you were a bad person, but when you realize, oh shit, this blows back. Oh shit, I actually lost that fucking thing. I I can't get to the top eight anymore. That that's that. That was a bad feeling. To be fair, it was a really funny story. Oh yeah, it was a funny joke. Funny joke, but yeah, um, I actually forgot the original. T- okay, yeah, like the, the group where we're, we're playing magic. Um, I personally hate Tyler. I mean, everybody does. Actually, I actually think, we all like Tyler, but we all hate Tyler. Okay, just like we all like you, but I think it's a different type though, because we actually have spite with Tyler. But yeah. do you really have spite with me? Not really. It's, well, it's mostly just like a. a uh, it's mostly just like a joking, like yeah. There's just, no real grudges I have against you. Like yeah. the like, hate boner comes out because you know if the hate boner doesn't come out for me, then I'm just gonna run away with games. Yeah, like it needs it needs to happen. I have my reasons for it, 
The only really, like, huge character flaw that I can name without being really egotistical is the fact that I have ambition but don't actually do anything with it. We call, we call that hubris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mass hubris. But I don't even have the wings to fly. I don't have the rockets to carry my big dead stuff around. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say big junk, but, you know, I thought that was of bad taste, considering that, like, I think I have average junk. I mean, that's... that's my nice, junk is nice av- to say. My junk is average. That's Ladies. Like, ladies. <laughs> if you want a silver medal, I'm your man. <laughs> Who wants adequate? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It might even be a gold medal, but the, the baggage is... That baggage is definitely wood. <laughs> it's like a gold medal for, like, pole vaulting. <laughs> and then you peel it back, it's still the it's waxy still the chocolate. waxy chocolate. <laughs> Like, they didn't give you a pole, and you're not vaulting. It's actually, like, the 10-meter dash. You just, you, just, you just gotta run forward and flop on a mat. <laughs> no, they gave me a pole. They gave me a pole on that 10-meter ten, ten dash. They gave you... Yeah, no, nobody else. It's a 100-meter dash. All right, I got it. Okay. 100-meter dash. But you somehow thought it was a pole vaulting thing, so you took the pole to the start blocks, and then when everybody started running, you just whooped them with the pole. So you, by force, took first place. And nobody's going to stop you because you're wielding this pole. But you don't deserve it. See, I was going to... I just needed something with a pole wielding because we're talking about junk. I was going to say, like, it could be... It could be hurdles, honestly. Like, you see... You know the hurdles. You can just, like... For easy access, you just pull the hurdle up and then you fold in the the base of it so that, you know, like, you can put it away easy. But I just took the hurdle, like, hopped over it so it could count, and I just fucking chucked the hurdle at other people. There you go. Yeah. I like that. See, that's... You start towing other people's hurdles sideways. <laughs> Are you gonna jump over that one? <laughs> Gotta jump long, bitch. But yeah. that's how I beat other people that are legitimately faster and more fit for the thing <laughs> that I'm going to. They just look, alright, these opportunities just come to me and I'm like, well, I'm definitely not gonna win, so I might as well take a few people out with me. Exactly. Some people just wanna see the world burn. I just wanna win by cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your head up, kids. Maybe you two will achieve this. <laughs> I mean, I think the whole message about this, if children are watching, listening, fuck my life, um, is not becoming a beard. If you if you are a beard, stop. Reassess. yourself. Stop running deflecting palms. Oh, okay, do, but don't brag about them. No, just stop running deflecting palms. I'd like to swing my Amber Cool in unabated. <laughs> Alright, so don't also become a Devin. He's, he's more of a... Ne- like, okay, so you become me. But if you go too far, you become a Devon. And although that's not necessarily a bad thing, you still get that mentality and people sometimes think you're just like, oh, he just wants my emer- my deflecting palms out so he can Emrakul turn to... Yeah. It's- okay, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, find a, find a balance between... Are you a, are you a Chris or are you a Devon? Uh, the poll will never be up because no one's going to want to ask that question. Can we can we put a straw poll up and then just have three answers? One of them's I want to be a Devon. The other one's I want to be no, a Devon. No, one of them's... Okay, the, the question is, are you a Beard or are you a Devon? And answer one, yes. Answer two, no. Answer three, uh, yes, yes or no. Again. <laughs> oh, yes again. <laughs> That's, I, I mean, I'd vote no. I mean, I'd vote yes. Which one? Shit. It's important. The metrics. The pie wheel. Uh, the third one. But yeah, I'm dumb spotted for a <laughs> I like how we struggle to get anything out of our mouths, and then we just tangent. We take it... 
we, we take a detour and then we loop around and we're like, where the fuck was the topic again? And then we see that gas station that we passed that we know we passed because there's this like, there's just this old guy getting gas and like, it was 20 minutes ago and he definitely knew, like didn't look like he was, he was doing anything. And then like, there's this cute girl at the, at the fucking cashier and he's like, I recognize that's the cute girl. Yeah, no, we need to turn. You turn now and then go to the right direction again. And that's, that's, that's how we, how we do a conversation. I see it as wrestling where we have... The slight idea, yeah, where it's like, oh, here's the match start. We all know the result, like, because it's it's pretty much just a jobber match. All our conversations are just jobber matches, but we have to waste like 15 minutes of this jobber match to get to the point. <laughs> like, you could just hit fast forward, and then at the end of it, I'm just like, and that's why I quit modern again. Yeah, but you don't get the meaty. Co- like, what if? What if there was a surprise? Like, okay, so it's a jobber match, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What if they really wanted to push like a card that just came in? Like, someone, there's a chance that that card comes in and fucks everyone's shit up. Well, I mean, that's why the viewers have to listen. Ah. I try to string both together. You, my friend, are, uh, you're a savant. Of Nobody getting... cares about what we talk about, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking! <laughs> beep, beep! So, we have a... Uh, valiant group of adventurers going to go through Beard's shitty adventure. Oh again. god, yeah, we have D&D kind of on the, on the rise. Well, we have to get the scheduling done, because it can't be this week, obviously, because it passed. can't be next week, because I think we're still ironing out schedules. Uh, our, our Drood, our fancy neighborhood Drood decided, you know what, uh, I'm going to have an inconsistent work schedule, and I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Why? You're the new person in the group. Stop it. Well, your hours are consistent. It's just weird is inconsistent. I'm trying. I, I, I might try to petition to have like a a set like whatever day we decide on. I'm going to always like strive to have that off. I wish you luck. I think it can work. I think I should be able to swing that way. Uh, I think we should be able to do it next next weekend. So like, what's this one? The twentieth is Saturday. We should be. Fine to do it on the 27th, and I should have a campaign, or at least an idea of a campaign ready. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Currently, in our group, in case in case you weren't paying attention, or in case for the viewers who definitely can't, um, I was ha- paying attention. I know, I know. It's we, mostly for me. It's not for you. We have uh, Devin's old character, yeah, Balthor the Paladin. Fuck yeah. Uh, he's he, he didn't die. He's coming back. I mean, yeah. Uh, if Chris comes, his old character from the very first campaign he's done with us, uh, well, with, with Patrick's group, um... He was the only one to live, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because I one-shotted an int with lightning, and then I died from spider poison. <laughs> I was a cleric. <laughs> um, it actually happened. I rolled... This int was gonna fuck us up, and it was a random loot table because we killed the... Like, essentially... Patrick had a... Random loot tables are scary. (laughs) Alright, here's the thing. Patrick had a, like... Patrick knows what he's doing. Patrick knows how to make a... a, At least a compelling story that you want to be in. Yeah. And then, as soon as we burned down the forest, because we didn't like spiders, um, he was like, no hold bars, this forest is gonna bite back. Roll, like, takes out his random encounter table, rolls int. We were level two. Oh. (laughs) However, in the previous encounter... Uh, I think with druids, no. There's a previous encounter uh, in which I acquired a wand of lightning. In second edition, wands of lightning were like thirty d sixes. Jesus Christ! So 
we had one <coughs> shot because we were injured from the spider fight. And poison in second edition, especially in Patrick's second edition, was fucking brutal. So we were pretty much limping on the ground, trying to get out of this goddamn forest, because obviously from that point on it was trying to kill us. I can't even remember what the quest was, but the one shining moment, the one time that my god, uh, as the cleric, actually benefited the party was when I took out my Wand of Lightning. It blew up in my hands, but goddamn did it do almost maximum damage to that end. <laughs> Have you... I know this is another sidetrack because we're talking about D&D stuff, but have you ever played Ivan? I think I've mentioned this before. Yes, I have. Like the... The, the, the roguelike? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever picked up any, like, fucking wands? Oh, there are fucking bonkers. Yeah, no. I transformed my dog into a succubus. <laughs> and then I transformed that succubus after she got injured into, like... What was it? It just kept getting progressively worse and worse. And by worse, I mean, like, larger and more uncanny. My games always start with... Go down... Go down into the cave, the first cave. We see the trusty little dog. Kick the dog in the head. Unfortunately, I killed the dog ASAP. Why is that? Oh, no, I know why. All right. <laughs> A, you get meat. B, that dog fucking pulls everything in the dungeon half the time. Fuck that dog. Here's the thing. I all, like. I usually get lucky. I usually find, like, a fucking flaming broadsword or some shit, and I usually clean fucking house. It's my own hubris. Again, there's a there's a theme to Beard's entire being. It's my own hubris that uh, that made me burn down. I have never made it out of the first dungeon. Yeah. I know what the end is. I died at the final boss because I had two wands of fireball that got hit, broke, exploded, chain reaction, broke the other one, exploded, and killed everything in a fucking, like, nuclear radius. That sounds lovely. I then, in one game, went back in, found my old body from an old game, because you can do that sometime. Picked up my old body parts, used them as weapons for a little while until I replaced them, then decided to eat my own head for nourishment. <laughs> Got my flaming broadsword back, but then I was haunted by myself. <laughs> this game was great. And that's like, alright, it's it's like if Dwarf Fortress decided, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it, man. I'm doing this down. Just to see if I can fucking download this. I've been roguelike. I mean, I could. I think it's still out. I think it's like too popular to die. No, it's, it is my fucking favorite of everything. Anyway, uh, Chris's character is coming back, i.e., the Ranger. Yeah! So we have like range deeps, we have melee deeps slash support, uh, we have a bird, uh, played by the aforementioned Patrick. Um, we have a cleric, played by this same guy that plays a luck-filled barbarian. Uh, to be fair, he had four roles. Actually, I think six roles by the end of that campaign. Um, and that, that campaign went on for like a year or so. Uh, we have... I actually haven't looked at Tyler's character sheet, but he's playing Nissa. I don't know if it's a druid or a mage. Yeah, you should probably check that out. Hold on, let me... Are you just gonna fucking do it live? Sure, we'll do it live. Okay. Just doing a lot of things live today. I mean, yeah, you're downloading Ivan, I'm checking the, uh... Anyway, uh, <laughs> while I'm checking the that, because Tyler's a shitter and a god knows what he's doing, uh, we also have new, new person on the scene, uh, is, is a druid. And she's, she's going to be lovely. Maybe. I don't actually know. I, I asked her what type of game she wanted to play, and I'm like... We're probably going to do a mixture of, like, right, light, light roleplay, but chances are we're just going to go fucking, like, just, just go fucking slay the dragon, essentially. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how we be. We're all face or no face, um, essentially. I'm so face. 
Uh, she wants. She's obviously more interested in the role playing element of it, which I yeah. kind of get considering her background. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a shame. I'm going to try. I'm going to try this one because I feel like the lack of effort drove people away, or at least eventually. There's a lot of other elements that drove people away, but like uh, Ryan left, Chris left because he's a miserable human being, but we love him anyway. Well, it's kind of difficult to go from Sackville to here all the time, especially also, when you have a kid. Also that. Um, so yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of factors that I want to change that I kind of kind of would like to um, alleviate. I also wanted to make it easier for people to drop in, drop out. So like, if you're busy one week and we want to keep the momentum going, that we can just like drop a guy and then like pick him right up right after. Um, so I have I have that on the go. But that's that's currently our party. It's actually kind of balanced, especially if we get that cleric. But if you're going to be there then we, we have actually a support character, which is different considering that the last party that we've had, the very start of it was like three mages, one non-mage. It was a great time. That was not a great time. It was a great time we talked about it. Balthor Tran. Senna Ravine. Her name is Senna Ravine. Hold on. Who's who's in a ravine? Senna. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me, let me role play with you. Uh, Senna Ravine, oh, Tyler's yeah, character. Hold on. Character sheet. What is she? Strength minus two. It's a druid. We have two druids. Oh, God. That's not a problem. Unless... Oh, I think Tala's gonna fucking... Tala being the uh, character that, that... The other druid. The other druid. Uh, I think she might have some problems with it. Extremely xenophobic of most non-humanoid races. Senny, uh Not fucking... Hold on. Not Senna. She, he... he Shorten it to Senny. Especially okay. hates goblins, as they would often attempt to sack the small village she grew up in. Hmm. Unfortunately, this led to a distaste for goblins. Uh, I can't even speak. Unfortunately, this distaste for goblins grew into a general hatred of all those who may be labeled monster. <laughs> as such, she will always attempt the more violent and non-diplomatic ways of dealing with situations that involve such creatures. <laughs> Growing up in a small tribal village, Senny knew very little. There's lots of typos. Knew very little about more civilized. <laughs> He's in the army. Come on. All around her, elders of her tribe always warning her against exploration of the outskirts of her village due to frequent attacks by goblins. Senny was most curious about the world of man, as it was by those older and wiser than her, or as it was called by those who did. Dreaming to one day leave the pilgrims to learn about the civilized world. Unfortunately, Cindy would one day have her trip during her 60th birthday. A vision of a dark force overcame all who oppose it. She knows not of this dark force, or what this dark force is, only that the power to destroy with a thought. As seen in her vision of the entirety of the continent swollen by the stick, choking darkness, she woke up her village. Uh, she woke up, comma, sorry. She woke up. Her village was being attacked by goblins. She found her cousin dead at the hand of the creature along with many other village members, including one of the elders. After the goblins were eventually fought off, Sani told the remaining elders about her vision. They told her that she needed to amass a group of great warriors if there were any hope of stopping this dark, powerful force. They sent her with a traveling merchant as her only protection. Uh, as, as, why would she... Okay. First of all, already a character thing. She's a druid. She knows how to do the... What, fuck it. Does she have weapons? I have to check. Within a week, she was unf in an unfamiliar town trying to 
find anyone who would assist her in preventing her vision from becoming a reality. GM notes only. You know what? That was a lot better than I was expecting. Towards the end there, it kind of got, like, actually heroic, and then, like, the backstory was alright. Um, not that my stories are really any better, but, well, we're, we're, again, we're trying to, trying to fix it. She has a U-staff, which... U-staff? Yeah. A uh, me-staff. A U-staff. I think she's going to be a caster, considering she has minus two in strength. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and it also has the picture of, uh, Nissa, what's-her-face? I can't remember her last name. And, uh... Nissa Ravine. Is it actually Ravine? Yep. Oh, wow, okay. I'm just going to go in and delete my tiny dicks that I've been drawing. <laughs> I mean, go for it, I guess. I don't I don't see it in the mobile app. It's just, uh... There we go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'll probably just clean it up anyway. I do have a clean all of drawings <laughs> button that I can't find whenever I, it became... I, I can't delete from my phone, so... Okay. I had to go on my computer to get rid of that. Anyway, that was that was the backstory of Tyler's character. I don't think anyone else has run a backstory except for Jelly. Oh, sorry. No, wait. This is Ravane. R-E-V-A-N-E. Ah, I see. So, Ravine and Ravane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you tried, I guess. And Cinna or Nissa, you know. Just flippy-flappy. Yeah, uh, so we're going to have an asshole in our group. Yeah. We're going to have one accidental asshole in our group. We're going to have Balthor, which is arguably the, the most lovable asshole in our group. It's weird. <laughs> I love his dynamic. I mean, oh, yeah, you should read my my story. Oh, you actually wrote a story for him? Well, you should, I, I wrote... I, I put, a little, little, put, a little, put a little put a little heat on it. Okay. Hold on. Does the... Paddy write... Uh, no, he didn't write a bio. He does have a sweet picture of him, though. I do like the picture. Uh, I also love the picture you saw. Like, I don't know who that is. Is that, like, a Uther thing? It's just a generic paladin, but, like, really good art. Please scroll up. Thank you. He's got the book. He's got the hammer. Bahamut. That is all. Yep. There you go. What bonuses does Bahamut give in this game? Uh, fucking nothing. <laughs> like, gods don't matter. I mean, they don't. That's really just, like, a... a it's a shame that gods became like a, a like just a badge because in third edition like the fucking moon aspect of cleric gave you a bunch of shit. Well, that was that was the whole fun of it, like channel divinity Bahamut nonsense, or um, like the fact that I read a lot of old school books of uh, like D and D stuff, and it was pretty much just fucking tons of gods. Uh, I think it's mostly just to like, it's honestly just to unconfused players. If there is a uh, if there is a book that explains more of the gods. I might give you a bonus, but... No. There, I don't even think there is for this one. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's really up to you at that point. I know. We're, we're gonna keep it as vanilla as possible until, like, we, we get really into it. Uh, I, I do have plans. I have a basic idea of what the structure's going to be. Uh, I have a basic idea of what kind of what I want to do. Um, I just need to do a little bit more research and, like, actually construct all the maps, because in Roll20, you're forced to construct... Like, Unlike unlike uh, <laughs> unlike real life where you can kind of fudge it and no one will know, uh, roll twenty is kind of like yeah, there's no fudging. Yeah, there's no fudging. Uh, the only like the only thing I'm going to do outside of roll twenty is roll dice and like maybe make notes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because with my like I, with the Chris Chris had a point. Uh, me and him were both terrible at rolling dice, so yep. like even if I make a mistake and put a a huge like obstacle in your way chances are due to my rolls you're going to succeed 
That was unfortunate. That one dragon fight. We've mentioned it before, but like he hurt himself more than he hurt us. Oh, let's roll a one against the like oval team. <laughs> I'm gonna roll one to six, and on a four to six, he's gonna dragon breath that motherfucker. Oh, look, six each time. The most maximum result <laughs> of dragon breath. I guess he's using all of his dragon breath charges. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a sad fight. <laughs> He tr- he tried. He really tried. I mean, he didn't. He just wanted to get high. That was it. <laughs> I wanted to make like not just tangle, tangle, uh, candles rather, not tangles, candles that like I got out of the book that Patrick kept mentioning at that time. And I I'm took like, a lot of those candles. I mean, they were interesting. Just causes confused. They were just candles. <laughs> that was a good time. And the goblins that tried coming in, like, hey, it, hey. Goblins will make an appearance, but they're gonna make a. Only a minor one, I think. I think until you're a certain level, I'm gonna like let look let let loose the goblins unless there's there's gonna be a story element that that requires them. I have a feeling we're gonna get to like level four, and then all of a sudden, slods motherfucker, and we're like, oh, oh no, I'm wrong. I mean, yeah, I could have played that off better. I could have played that off more of a like scourge of the earth, like we might as well live with them. And there's a slot like slot cult. No, I just wanted no. it in. No, it it was it was slots everywhere. It's now triggering. <laughs> you know what? I- in, in some weird way, it kind of worked. Because now, what do you think of when you think of slots? You think... Patty bl- died. Blind seed. Yeah, he died due to kamikaze. Because <laughs> it's in the book, there's a slot that when he dies, he fucking blows up. <laughs> and he just appeared in the fucking, like, city. He died outside of a tavern. Outside of a brothel. That's what it was, a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even involved in the brothel. I think, no. it was, I think we were just going to go get Ryan and then, yep. like... Ambush started. Yep. And he fucking blew up a brothel. Yep. Oh, uh, our group. We have lots of fun stories. It's just... I don't have any structure, which is what I'm aiming for. I mean, structure only goes so far. If Ravenclaw Depot was anything to go from, structure only hinders you. Here's the thing. I, I think, like, a... a what? Alright, the style of thing that I want to do is it'll give structure for everything. It'll give me an excuse to send you to a place... It'll give you incentive to go to a place, and the it, it'll give it, it'll it'll be fine. It'll it'll build you a house that you can rest at every time you complete a quest. Essentially, is the one I'm trying to get across. I have a feeling we'll see that house, give it the finger, and still camp it in the woods. <laughs> I mean, all right, that's just the way D and D goes. Um, I obviously like I don't believe in the plot railroad. Uh, unless it's like unlike some people, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still my ass is so like eternally chapped. I have an eternally chapped ass from that. Look, man, if I if I like sometimes you just gotta let it go. If I had a chapped asshole for everything I eternally hate, I'd have like I'd have an inverse asshole. I mean, look, if how many things do I actually have a chapped ass about? <sighs> yeah, yeah, you're. I gotta have one chapped ass thing. That's and that's Tyler's horse. That's Tyler's fucking no. It's Tyler DMing style. The horse, the fucking two had a fucking bullshit that we tried to do. Although it was bullshit, like him throwing guys that were way too high level at us, and also here's the story. Here's how you're doing it. Fuck you for trying. Yeah, that's not that's not a good thing. No, I mean, all right, you can choose. You you can set. You can make him villain all you want, but if the guys just like sympathize with him and join him, you kind of gotta let him. Like it's their it's their story, not yours. I mean, it's your story, but it's their story to play out. Yeah, you're like that. That's called challenges to the DM, not like 
I'm going to force you into everything that I want. To Plus, I, I don't, I don't think it's fun for the DM side to have like that predictable way. Like it, you, you might as well be playing a board game at that point, and it's not supposed to be a board game. It's supposed to be like a fun role playing game. Exactly. It's like a what if? It's it's like Clue, but if you direct the murder, and you're <laughs> not, not just one person dies, but the whole genocides happen like on then, the reg. And then Professor Plum just pulls out a broadsword. It's like, come wench, let us slay the dragon, the murderer in the kitchen with the pipe. Now I want to see, like, a little dragon in, like, you know, like a Sherlock attire trying to solve the mystery of who got murdered. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes, that was me, yes. <laughs> it was dragon in the foyer with the fucking fire breath. Why did no one think this? The entire room is scorched. <laughs> and then, like, he's just sitting in the corner smoking his pipe, like, actually lighting it with his own dragon breath. It's just like... Can't see any evidence. <laughs> Quite the pickle. Hmm. <laughs> I believe it was uh, Colonel Mustard. Yes, it must have been. <laughs> he, he's in the army. He is. Uh, he was in Vietnam. He has access to flamethrowers. You know those like little passages too that you can go from like the kitchen to the the billiards room or something bullshit like that. It's just like the tiny passage. This giant like huge fucking dragon going through. I can just. I'm, I'm too imaginative with board games sometimes. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> who, who could be? Who, who's here? Oh, d- d- Sherlock Dragon. Uh, d- how did you get here? It's like, oh, what a mystery indeed, yes. Mm, yeah, it's quiet, yes. What do, we, what do we got here, Gumshoe? <laughs> Gumshoe's just in his teeth. <laughs> just like bits of Gumshoe. It's actually his shoes in his gums. His gums. <laughs> <laughs> Point to the man who did it, Gumshoe. <laughs> And then it, like, flops over Professor Plum and just like, Ah, it was you! (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to try and put the cuffs on him, but he's a fucking dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. (laughs) God, I... Look, it just proves that every board game can be more interesting with at least one dragon. Just nonchalant. Like, shoots and ladders? One of the ladders may be a dragon. How do you know? I, uh, this one time I played Clue, mm-hmm. out of, like, the five times I've ever played Clue, and yeah, I fucking nailed it right off the bat, I can't remember who it fucking was, it was, like, Professor Plum in the billiards room with the rifles, <laughs> whatever the fuck. I mean, obviously, I mean, I just, well, like, you gotta make a guess at who it is, right? Yeah. And I made a guess, and it was just, like, the right one, <laughs> like, right off the bat. See, games with Clue always end with me being right the turn before someone gets it right. Like, the turn before someone reveals their card and he has everything checked off, and I'm like, I have half of that. How the fuck did you manage to eliminate every possibility, and I'm here guessing at this point and getting it right? And it's just... That's that's how Clue always goes for me. It's great. It's a great game. I actually do like Clue. It's a pretty... It's a unique game. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Back then. I mean... Uh, I don't know. Something... Anything with, like, semi-randomized elements is exciting. Uh, especially, like, if it's inherently random, like, there's there's enough elements that are random that you just don't have, like, oh, it's a one in four chance that uh, I could draw this, or uh, they could be this card. Yeah, like, you back in the day when you'd play Guess Who, and the rules were, like, you know, get your character, and then knock it down. But then, like, you, you, you and the other person had the exact same line of people, so you just see who they knock down, it's like, it's this person. Like, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> 
So from that point on, I mean, just leave them up. But still, it's very, very amusing. Anyway, yeah, it's, uh, I like clones. <laughs> That's like board games. We need to fucking, like, what happened to the fucking board game cafe thing? And why didn't we actually pick board games? I don't know. I just, I just don't know. We do a lot of, we do not have a good group dynamic of, like, doing anything that we say we should do. Like, what I had, like, what I had in my mind is we could play Magic occasionally, and then we could go, like, every month or so to a board game night so we can, I don't know, like, fucking chill out and act like normal human beings despite... Because all it's going to be is shit-throwing eventually, but at least we have a lead-up to it. At least when I pull out Grenzo and you pull out, like, a show-and-tell omniscience, everyone's not shit-flinging immediately. At least it's a, oh, we're playing this game, and uh, we don't know exactly how it works or how the metagame is. Oh, and that's it. All right, shit-flinging begins. It's not that immediate, like... Are you playing Aloro? Yes. Shit fling immediately. Oh, are you playing Grenzo? Yes. Did you just Grenzo for one with the Heartstone? Yes. Shit fling immediately. To be fair, that's a spicy combo. It's pretty spicy. It's a shame, though. I don't think anyone in our group knows what Heartstone actually does. It's great, but does any of us actually run, like, activatable player like commanders anymore? One drop free creature is quite good. Yeah. Yeah. One drop any creature. Uh, there's a game... Which, quite famously, it's the most combo I've ever done with that deck, is spawn a guy. Hope it's a goblin. Is it a goblin? Deal one damage. Sack it. Untap the guy that deals one damage. <laughs> deal one another damage. Get a mana from that. Do it again. That and was I the just longest cycle. way to kill me. I, it was the only way I could kill you. It's true. You I, had to kill me right then. I, I already, I already milled Kiki Jiki. Yeah. Actually, no. I had Kiki Jiki. I already milled the other piece. Like you, you, there was there was no way you were going to win that like from that point on because I think I pretty much had you on board. Last commander game, well actually I did win with the infinite. Excellent. <laughs> Never mind. I was just kind of self satisfied there. I had exactly ten mana. I kind of got worried because I thought it was act- like I thought Kiki Jiki was a six cost, but nope, he's a five cost. I can just tap ten mana. We're done. It's true. It's true. You can do that. It's great. It's so good. Uh, I like I like our group when we play but getting together is such a fucking pain in the asshole yep like literally literally I have to puck my asshole yep yep and how am I gonna meet cute girls randomly if I don't have a group an entourage with me that proves that I'm social (laughs) featuring a uh, thin man that's more attractive than me uh, a big muscly guy who's definitely more attractive than me a guy with a wife and maybe Patrick with an impressive beard like, there's so much buffet going on at that table that this idiot with the pink sweater has to go to. <laughs> so much buffet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, okay, you know you got, like, the salad bar with, like, oh, look, they have fucking feta and blue cheese dress. Oh, so good. Oh, look at that. It's like they have fucking Caesar and feta, like, Greek salad on tap. Just mm, so good. And then, like, you have, like, a fucking pizza buffet, and it's just like, who doesn't love a fucking good slice of pizza? And then, like, you come to me, and it's just like... The snack buffet that has, like, the party mix and, like... And everyone kind of likes party mix and you'll pick at it. And then, like, the next tray over is just pretzels. <laughs> like, have you ever gone to a pizza... Like, oh, you fucking weren't a pizza delight. Fucking whatever. Have you? The, the buffet. Yeah. You got, you got your pizza. You got your pizza. You got your dessert pizza. You're like, oh, that's a good board. And then, like... Soup. You, you soup. And I think you're the pasta salad that nobody wants to test that's been underneath the heat lamp for a little while. So that's, the top layer is a little crusty. <laughs> 
That's exactly it. But hey, if you dig deep down, you'll find that you have Here's a heart of gold. A lot of fucking people love that pasta salad. It's really? just that if it sits there, oh, it was like every every fucking day. It's just like, do we have pasta salad? We don't have pasta salad. We make gallons of stuff. Why don't we have pasta salad? We run out of pasta salad constantly, and it doesn't go bad. I've never seen a fucking tray of pasta salad get thrown out. Wow. That's actually impressive. Right? I So, like, now I want pasta salad. <laughs> good pasta salad. I actually do love pasta salad. I really like pasta salad with, like, apples and shit in it. Really? I've yeah. tried that. It, like, Granny Smith apples with, like, a certain type of dressing. It, mm, oh, so good. Maybe, like, celery, like, really fresh, crisp celery as well. I don't with like it. celery. I do I, not like celery. I mean, forego the celery, I guess, then. But it's like, like It's like nature's floss. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you should you should try apples in your pasta salad. Yeah, maybe I'll try apples and grapes. Don't put grapes in your fucking pasta salad. Don't tell me to do. <laughs> I meant grape tomatoes. Fuck off. You could have specified grape tomatoes. You can't just say grapes. They knew. They didn't know. No one knew. In fact, I don't think you can find that video anymore of apples and grapes. You can. Really? Okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you're not gonna like naturally like roll a twenty and go onto it. Like that's that's at least a DC thirty. I'm still like hunting down the fucking Dan Green destroys Yuga fucking fight. Dan Green destroys Yuga. Yes. Um, they mixed Dan Green from like the original Yu-Gi-Oh sort like English run with the Japanese version of that same fight. So you had the dual conflicting audios. So Weevil was the other one. He's speaking nothing but Japanese. Yugi's speaking English. It's Dan Green. And it's Taya that comes out and tries to, like, stop him from being evil because he got the Seal of War Calcus going on, right? And he just fucking, like, you know, I can play... The last Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, or second last one, where they're on top of the train fighting. Yep. It's like, you know, I, I have this enchantment down and it's not an enchantment. I can't fucking remember what it is. Uh, it's just the, that's just the Persist magic, magic card. card or something like that. Uh, yeah. Technically, it's called a continuous. Continuous. It is, like, something weird. And uh, it's like, yeah, no, I can draw a monster card and uh, attack you directly. Another monster card. This just isn't your day. <laughs> and, like, the entire time Weevil's screaming and, like, getting blown up and Taya's screaming in Japanese trying to save him. Like, no, you get down. And it's like, another monster card for, like, three minutes. So, he did actually reference that then. He did. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, he made reference to it. But it's just, like, I want to find the actual video and I can never, ever find it anymore. That's amazing. Oh, the internet. Anyway, yeah, so that's, uh, that's me, you know, if I were, if me and my group of friends were at Buffet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Here's the thing, I also briefly... Oh, Haga, sorry. Uh, it's not Hugo, it's Haga. I also briefly, uh, worked, not worked, more like forayed into Ponderosa, and, like, it had more of a variety, but there was always that one section that, like, you know no one wanted to go to. Like, you get to that section and everything's just ignored, and it was, like, the fucking dried goods slash, like, things that don't get rotten. That's, that's, you know. But at least you know I'm fresh out of the packet. Except they dumped me in a bowl, and now I'm no longer fresh. <laughs> you don't want to see them dump, because it's, like, just really unceremonious. Like, they cut the package and just kind of, like, slops out, like... See, the party mix really thing unsatisfying is, like, if I'm the party mix on that buffet, you open up a bag of party mix, everyone's excited. Who doesn't like fucking party mix? But if, like, you see it as part of, like, a snack bar, you're like... Uh, I'll... Maybe, maybe I'll take a ringolo. Yeah, maybe I'll take, like, a ringolo or, like, maybe one of the sun chips, but, like, I gotta move on, because there's pizza over there! There's a fucking Sunday bar! I've never had a Sunday bar. It's actually pretty rad. 
Um, the best the best I've ever had was like grow your own bread. To me, that's my own Sunday. Okay, that was a brilliant idea. Actually, did I ever tell you the story about how one girl legitimately conv- was convinced that it was like powered by microwaves or radiation? I feel like you have. I feel like this is something that we've mentioned before, like in the first season of the podcast. It was super dumb, but like I guess I'll reiterate for new viewers. <laughs> um, so the story goes as the legend foretold. We finally got a bread grill at Pizza Delight when I worked there. The, the bread grill, all it is, is you get it from your table, you're like, oh, like a bread grill. All right, go at, go, go at it. There's, there's many breads. There's just, like, white whole wheat, I think, like, a, a spicy one and, like, a, a fancy Italian one, quote-unquote. And then, like, there's plenty of exotic butters. Exotic that, butters. Um, like, sun-dried tomato butter, which was good. That was good. Uh, the other garlic, other butters. Garlic stuff. Gar- garlic good. stuff, yeah. Uh, and then, like, all you do is you put the bread on a always grilling grill. It's always hot. You take the complimentary tongs, I guess. Flip it over. Take a little <laughs> plate. Take your now grilled bread to the bowl, like, to, to the thing. And then, like, you butter it. Just like, oh, here's here's a, like, mini appetizer if you're cheap. But it was fucking fantastic, so really no one will judge you. Um, however, one, like, one person, like, asked, oh, hey, like, what, what... How does that run? Like, does it run, like, electricity or, like, a small, like, propane thing? And I'm like... And it wasn't, like, specifically original because I heard it in Moncton. Like, we joked about it all the time in Moncton. But because I, I moved up here and we finally got a bread grill, I was like, oh, no, it's actually powered by, like, radiation. You know how microwaves work? Like, it bounces off the top plate and then it goes and absorbs into, like... The, the heat absorbs into the uh, the grill thing, which is why we have to remove it, because she knew we removed it, they cleaned it. Hmm. And she was like, oh, oh, huh. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, like, it's only it's only slightly radio... Like, it's it's not very dangerous, only occasionally. And it's just... It, she she actually, like, kind of whitewashed the face. Like, we, we, we... Beforehand, we actually got into a few conversations, actually. And she was a cute girl, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, like, we're, we're pretty joking. Like, I... I I have an understanding with this woman. Uh, we're probably, like... We're probably friend material, at the very least. And then, like, her friend, who also invited her to dinner... Because the whole situation was that we were at, like, a, a, a pizza delight... Like, a pre- like employee appreciation thing. And then we got to invite one guest. Um, and then she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Like she, she was, she was kind of getting into it. But then her friend brought a plate with, like, three stack high... Of, like, bread, and she looked at it like it was fucking poison, and I just kind of giggled, and then, like, the person who, like, serves at the, uh, at, at the restaurant I, I worked at was like, what, what, like, what, what are you giggling at? Just like, alright, there's something I need to clear up right away. What I told you was bullshit, it's not actually radiation, it's, like, it, it's just, a, it's just a heating element. And then she was, like, <laughs> so fucking offended, she was like, alright. Like, hands on temples, glasses off, you're like, alright, well, let me, let me, let me, let me be real here. I'm like very, very serious, like, trust issues, and I've been told I'm very gullible, and I'm like, <laughs> please don't make fun of her anymore, please don't make fun, we never spoke again. Oh. <laughs> I broke this person's potential friendship forever. I would hope there was a situation where she tries to put the bread in her mouth, and her friend's like, no, 
slaps the Denver hand. That would be funny, but I had the shit-eating grin at the entire time, and she wouldn't have touched that bread. You need composure sometimes. No, no, no. I'm the fucking sniveling asshole in the corner after I, like, shit in the, shit in the, t- in the tub. Oh, no. I, if I, I shit in your tub, you will know. See, I'm, I'm great. I can fucking, like, I can, like, get, no, modesty, right? Here's the thing, right? <laughs> I'm great at doing that, though. Like, I picture you to be the type to shit in the tub, and then you wait. Every time that someone no, goes I point right to you. Every, every time <laughs> someone goes in the bathroom, you're like, oh my god, someone's gonna know, someone's gonna know. But you're like, si- like outside, you're like, you're like slightly happier than usual because you've noticed. But like inside, you're like, yes, yes! And as soon as someone comes out, who the fuck shit in the tub? You immediately point the beard. Yep. And now you have to defend myself. And that's, that's the extra whip. <laughs> I, I, I get the strawberry shortcake. I like it with no whipped cream. Like, no, no cool whip. But, like, you, you fucking load that shit on. And oh, yeah. that's that's the beard point there. Oh, yeah. Now, there's not even a distinguishable cake underneath there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just cool whip. It's like just having a plate of cool whip, and you're like, yep. Yeah. Ooh, cake bonus. <laughs> <laughs> bonus cakes! <laughs> I get bonus cakes all the time now that I think of it. Why do you get bonus cakes? I don't get bonus cakes. So, alright, when I go to work, yeah. you know how yeah. like there's several yeah. other different departments? The one department always gets cakes. Cake department? It's not the cake department. <laughs> there's one project slash department that like... <laughs> they still have to answer phones, but the phone's made of cake. <laughs> I'd say about twice, maybe three times a month. Those motherfuckers get cake. And not just like... Cake, like oh, let's just get vanilla cake. They get lemon cake. They get chocolate cake, and they get vanilla cake. Is it the Costco stuff that has the custard in it too? I don't think so. Unfortunately, uh... like we we buy about twelve cakes because cakes. we have like quite a few rotations on shift to feed everyone with cake. If we had probably half the employees, it would probably be custard cake, and occasionally they get fucking cinnabons. Ooh! Oh no, I'm fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, this Friday, or apparently it was Bagel Day. Oh. Um, unfortunately, all the cream cheese, and it's figures the one time they buy Urban Garlic cream cheese, my personal favorite. The best. Uh, shit ton of bagels left. No cream cheese. That is offensive. That is offensive to me. It's offensive to Jesus. Now, here's the thing, though. It's ve- the Jewish, the, the more Jewish. It confuses me even more. Because bagels. Because the cream cheese, they buy fucking tubs of it. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw two other empty tubs of herb and garlic cream cheese. And obviously they're not like the whole, like, oh, I'm going to buy Philadelphia cream cheese. Here's the cream cheese tub. No, it was like, I'm going to buy it from the fucking bulk warehouse. Yeah. And it's going to be like the filler to 16, 100. No, that's too much. A couple. Uh, Quite a few. Uh, no, all of them were gone. They probably ate a hundred purse people people's worth of cream cheese in that fucking office. It's a lot of cheese. It's a lot of cream cheese. I was I was salty. Were you salty? Oh, mostly because I had to have butter and just butter, and that was slightly salty. There's no other kind of cream cheese there. They usually get one like short sightedness. Short sightedness. Everyone loves urban garlic. Like, I don't. True. I don't understand people. Everything bagel, urban garlic, cream cheese. Yeah, ten out of ten. Yep, the greatest. Uh, no, they didn't have it. They had butter. But they didn't have urban garlic I'm, or any other cream cheese. They, normally they have plain, but I think all of their plain cream cheese went bad. Christ. Like, if, if I'm feeling spicy, I'll get, like, you know, the French toast thing and then and then get some strawberry cream cheese on that. Because urban garlic and French toast cinnamon thing, not right. Yeah, no, no, no. But. I mean, all right. I just want to. 
fucking bagel. Bagels are a del- bagels are a delight. They are a breakfast food that will fill you up because it's mostly bread and fat. Yep. And then you spread more fat on that shit. Yep. <laughs> it's either like an uncomfortable meal or or just like a really uncomfortable dessert. See, that's the thing though, is that you eat it. You're supposed to eat it when you're like getting up and fast. Like you want to cancel out your fasting, so you don't actually feel the effect of all. Oh, what the fuck did I just do? I should I should make my own bagels sometime. That'd be lovely. Uh, homemade bagels are delicious. I like baking. That seems like a grand idea. I too like baking. I have grown grown accustomed to. Should make another cheesecake once I actually start getting paid. At the end of the month, I will order a graphics card and make some cheesecake. Maybe maybe next month because I even like I, I stop work on the twenty sixth and then I don't know when I'll have another job that I actually make money and then once I do have a job it's gonna take weeks until I get my first paycheck. Devin, I need to like make a ingredients list for coffee cheesecake, mocha cheesecake, and then Patrick wants in on it. So like we might have to go to the store with him and be like, all right, we should get enough ingredients across the three of us for three people. Like, and then it's a lot of cheesecake, first of all. That's a shit ton of cheesecake. We need yeah. to invite more people. <laughs> Considering the we made two cheesecakes and then Chad brought a third one and it was very uncomfortable just to eat pizza and cheesecake. Here's the thing. Pizza? Fine. Like, and then SummerSlam's coming up in summer, like in a couple months. Well, okay. Cheesecakes right. for SummerSlam. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then we can have like an arti- artesian meal. <laughs> In that my, my fall mead is going to be done, obviously, in the fall. But I call it the fall mead because I'm actually doing spiced mead. It's going to be fall spices. It's going to be nutmeg. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to be cinnamons. Uh-huh. It's going to be clove. Uh-huh. And it's going to be fuck knows what else. I haven't decided. All but right. it's going to be fall flavored. Fantastic. And then it's going to be delicious because it's going to pumpkin. be... Pumpkin. S- Can you make pumpkin mead? Probably. If you make it... Like, okay, there's two ways you can make pumpkin mead. You can either turn the pumpkin into spice... Or you can just fucking put the fucking pumpkin in there. You can dry up the pumpkin. You can... Okay. I think there's pumpkin teas. All you need to do is make a pumpkin tea only with a mead. That sounds great, actually. Why the fuck did you put that in my mind? Because it sounds great. What the fuck f- pumpkin spice lattes. Fucking pumpkin mead. And you can get drunk off your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> no, like, I might have to... Here's the thing. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make two meads now. I'm going to make the regular spiced mead and make fucking pumpkin mead. Yeah. Pumpkin mead. Spice you can make mead. anything into a fucking mead, Five-gallon pumpkin mead recipe. Viking yep. smash brewing. What do we got? Yep. Orange uh, blossom honey. To, uh, water, yeast, two cinnamon sticks, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, one quarter teaspoon nutmeg, one quarter teaspoon ginger. And then... Whatever fucking else they want for the... There you go. That actually sounds delightful. Do I want to make seasonal meads? Do I want to... I don't know. Ryan's putting in my head that I want to, like, market the meat as a craft thing. It's either you make an apple pie mead and, like, apple and cinnamon mead for, like, fall, or it's a pumpkin mead. Here's the thing. I really enjoy the idea of seasonal meads because they will be... Eight, like, if I don't get rid of the initial batch... They're just going to age and get better for next year. I can so, have a vintage, Devin. All right, all right get, bring me through the seasons. What's a winter one? Okay, I actually... I think that one should be the really spiced one. You're gonna, you got a point. Uh, more nutmeg... I don't know. Here's the thing. Cinnamon and pumpkin. Uh, there's going to be like a, a... 
I, I feel like that's going to be a specialty fall mead. Yeah. Winter is more... Let's see here. Winter's more about... Oh, fuck my life. All I can think about for winter is cranberries, honestly. That's all I think about. I th- well, I think of, like, warming drinks, like, stuff when you're coming from the from chopping wood out in the f- out in the field, where you chop your wood, right? In the fields. If I could somehow make a s'more meat, I would. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I need to do is sweet, like, make the sweet, like, sweet enough to taste like a graham cracker or something without actually using graham crackers. And then I need to find a way to make it like, I could, okay, here's the thing. I could totally replicate it with a little bit less honey and a little bit of marshmallow syrup. And, yeah. like, all I need to do is do that, take the sugars from the marshmallows, make sure it actually tastes, and then add, like, not, maybe, maybe not specifically chocolate, maybe, like, a chocolate-like substitute. Or, like, cocoa powder. Yeah. Why not just fucking cocoa powder? Yeah. And there we go. S'more mead. Um, that's more of a desserty mead, but that's kind of, like, the festival anyway. I think I might make, like, a... a more late night let's relax meat as opposed to a let's go have some dessert meat. Uh, maybe maybe two for each season, but we're, we're, we're starting the baseline here. Spring mead. Spring mead, I think, might have to be a lightly like seasoned or lightly lightly seasoned mead uh, because it's just like, oh, everything's growing back. Uh, no, strawberry mead. There we go. Strawberry something. Nice. And then for summer, citrus like fucking lemonade mead. Well, there we go. Meant to be served cold. And then for the secondary, because we're thinking like, oh, all right, so what do you think of winter? You think of warm, refreshing mead, and you also think of relaxing because you don't want to go outside mead because it's cold and shitty out. So, like, we got the s'more mead. Oh, can I make a fucking warm mead? Can I make a mead that can also be boiled and, like, nice and tasty? Probably. No, now I need to do research. Fuck you, Devin. (laughs) I'm only helping. Why do you have to be such good ideas? All I right. Know. Fuck I think we may fuck have me, right? Jesus. I think we may have an idea here because pumpkin mead is probably the best thing I've heard. I just recently, within the last two years, realized I really like pumpkin pie. Yeah, it fucking pumpkin pie is the best pie. Could you imagine pumpkin pie, but sweetened with honey and now also in alcohol? Like, I don't drink, but I think I might have to make an exception. Right? Jesus Christ, Devin. Oh, all right. Anyway. You're, you're so upset by being elated. Like, I don't... This is why I don't try and bring you joy. This is why I shit on you. Because when you're happy, you get angry for some reason. I'm angry because, one, why didn't I think of this before? It's a brilliant idea. And two, that means I need... I get very anxious when I need to think and when I need to, like, develop good ideas. Because I want them to be good. And I feel like... I overcomplicate a lot of things, so I need to know, and I need to angrily know when to chop it off. Like, okay, I could do a pumpkin spiced mead, or like a pumpkin and like cinnamon, pumpkin pie mead, essentially. Only the apple pie mead could be like more of a dessert, like, anyway, uh, but I I could also be like, alright, so I know I'm going to make this pumpkin mead for fall, but why not... Also add this, and throw in this, and throw in all oh, this mead that had a lot of fucking good like this, and then that'd just be a complicated mess. It's how all of my projects go. Uh, all of my projects I've attempted to go. Um, I mean, I well, at, least so- this, at least this last mead tastes decent, says people. Yes. Um, I still need to figure out the fruit thing. But pumpkin will be easy, I think. Pumpkin will be drowned out by a lot of spices, though, so I need to find a way how to make it... Oh, excuse me. Really nice. I think the nutmeg will complement it very well. Yeah. I think we got a. I think we got a brand. I think we got. I think we got a product. 
Fantastic. And you, got then, a, you got a name yet? Kraken Brew? Uh, well, Kraken Brew, I think, is taken by the actual Kraken company. Fuckers. Right? Um, I think, okay, here's the thing about the Mead name, is that we're, we're, we're Nova Scotian, we're by the coast, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're as close as we're probably going to be without taking a plane to mm-hmm. Viking territory. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking something that. slightly Nordic. Nordic? Greenland. Well, well Iceland. Yeah, yeah. Something, something <laughs> uh, Scandinavian or Nordic name, but, like, with a really shitty, like, Nova Scotian kind of, kind of, like, theme to it. That's tough. I know, right? Or maybe, like... Because I feel like Mead is more, like... When you think of Mead, you think of Nords, and you think of Vikings. But we're... That, it comes from Nova Scotia. It's come from actually 100% Nova Scotian product because I only use uh, local honey, uh, mostly because it's the cheapest when you get it, buy it in bulk. And I only use, like... Currently, the only ingredients I've used were actually local. Like, I actually went to a farmer's market, bought cranberries, and then failed to fucking flavor the mead with cranberries. I'm trying to think. Those might have been imported, though. I don't know if we have a cranberry farm here. Yeah, we have cranberries in the valley. Excellent. I think the only one that I bullshitted is... Actually, no. Uh, yeah, the only one I bullshitted is blueberries, because I bought them frozen. But, like, as far as I know, besides the yeast, everything... Isn't, like, Oxford, like, the, the blueberry capital of the world? Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm dumb. Don't worry about me. Jesus. <laughs> I did buy frozen... Guaranteed buy frozen blueberries, but, like... Anyway, well... This one's, this one's gonna be tough. I need to think on this. Yeah, we'll need to we'll need to workshop this, but I have, a, I have a feeling this might be like a good thing. I'm I'm sure a lot of other people because even at the uh, here's the thing about mead, right? Every time someone thinks about mead and they actually haven't either ever tried it or tried it somewhere, they always think like, oh, mead? Why would I ever want to drink that? Like, either they have the odd impression that it's bad, like wine, because wine also has like a you need to learn how to taste this, but mead is just. Meat is supposed to be drank fast, so whatever taste you can get has to be sharp, has to be sw- like either, either sharp or sweet, and pleasant, and then it's it's gone. Like it's not supposed to be like sipped to like a wine. Fuck! I tried the longboat mead. It's taken. Oh, that'd be fucking great. It's taken. Oh, it's so good. It's taken. Oh, uh, look. All right, we're we're. I'll decide this. I'll decide this later, and then like. Yeah, no, we're... Because uh, the, if, if I do want to, like, a, a brand the mead or a brand my brewery, uh, microbrew, I guess, would be would be called. <laughs> Shield Maiden Mead? Mm, yeah, but I'm not, a, I'm not a maiden is the thing. I feel like... I feel like if I get a few female brewers on board, it'd be more justified. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> right? Uh, all right, so Beard is known for beards, obviously. But, like, Vikings are also known for beards. I don't know, I'm kind of stretching on this one. I was thinking, like... I, I was thinking, like, something like uh, Yggdrasil, like, the, the life tree. Oh, okay. So. Like, I, I could be like, oh, this is, like, li- like the, the life tree sap or something, or, like, something cheesy like that, but, like, a little more catchy, obviously. Uh, one sec. Let me let me let me gander. Let me gander. It really depends on if Yggdrasil's actually creative commons or not. I think, I think a lot of religion, like... Yggdrasil like is common. Alright. Yeah. I mean, like, 13th century stuff. I think that I think you're good. Even if I can be, like, Yggdrasil's Nectar or, like, Tree of Life or something. 
What about the Nidhogg? <laughs> yeah, because a giant fucking man-eating snake that the man sacrificed really is a good like fucking ploy to get drunk. Uh, yeah, and there's no Nidhogg me by the looks of it. <laughs> I'm Tad Market. We got this. Exactly. I'll get Fencers on board. We'll do a we'll do a promo. I'll just buy a big fucking fifteen foot long python and like make them fight to be eaten. God, like a fucking ah. Yeah, no, naming is hard. Especially if you have to have a theme on it. Especially a theme that isn't taken. Like in fantasy settings, you can just be like, "Oh, this is the." Uh, this is the fucking Kraken potion, and, like, it's black and spiced, and it's just like, isn't that just, like, rum? Yes, it is, but, like, I can get away with it because it's it's medieval times. One sec, what are the uh, the nine homeworlds again? We've got Asgard, Midgard, Niflheim, Helheimer, Muspelheim, Vanmir, Jotunheimer. Jotunheimer? Svartalfheimer. The dwarves. How are the dwarves? I like dwarves. I like dwarves. Dokelfarmeed. Dokelfarv. Dokelfar. I think uh, I think I might communicate with some of my family because they're a little bit like weird and they they're, they're good at marketing more than I. So like maybe. Mead of poetry. Well, excuse me. In Norse mythology, the poetic mead or mead of poetry, Old Norse, Skaldskjöpjör, Mjardirg. Mjardirg. <laughs> Also known as meat of Suttinger. Uh, it's a mythical beverage that whoever drinks becomes a scalder scalder. To recite any information to solve any questions. Okay, so Oh, that's fucking out. neat. Uh, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, naming, naming is always the toughest thing. I mean, like... Yeah. I mean, you can name individual characters, but after a while they start to get samey in your mind, and then you have to, like, refresh. I mean, like an overarching, like, the guild list for the stuff that I was going to make ages ago that, like, everybody who was going to help me just fucked off. That, was, that took me a while to think of the name of the guild list. I mean, I still use it to this day because, well, fucking nobody else is using it, and fucking name grab that shit. It's mine now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we could do something with it. It really depends. We could do horse for horse with it. Teddy. 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 Teddy.